this week on the Federalist Radio Hour. Like there was this premise, and it was, I think, in, in some ways correct. But that was predicated on this idea that there were essential sort of sex differences. And, and now we're actually even... Subscribe to The Federalist on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You know why? Because now you can't Dana say Lashes, anymore. Dana Absurd Truth mm-hmm. Podcast. Yes, it's true. So this... Let me pull this up. I lost it. Here it is. So Salon, that bastion of <sighs> mediocre feces. Here's their new headline, guys. Make note. New rules. New rules today, everybody. Here's the headline. Stop using Latinx if you really want to be inclusive. Literally five seconds ago, they were telling everybody to use it. But now... They're saying that you can't say it anymore. Well, Kane. <laughs> I'm just, they literally are figuring it out that Latinx was unpopular. With actual so, yeah, Latinx. So now they're putting out in the news, oh, well, you can't, this isn't inclusive now. You can't say Latinx. I love how they come out with this headline like they aren't the ones who did it. You guys can't say this word anymore. Who did this? Who can't, you can't say Latinx anymore. Who did, who can't do did that word? You can't say the word. You did it. You people did it. No, we didn't. It's like that's, and then they deny it. They, they pushed it on you and now they're coming out like, no, you can't say it anymore. There was never a point in my life where I accepted that. Oh my gosh. Some of the angriest ever. mail I've ever had from our listeners was on this word. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh. It's funny. They said, uh, in fact, one of the subheads, they said that there's low usage. <laughs> A 2021 Gallup poll indicated less than 5% of the population use Latinx as an actual identity. Yeah. And it's all the white academics that are using it. It is. You know what I think it is? Here's my theory. I think it is an attack on the language because of the male and female nouns that's what i think it is just waiting that's what i mean that's ultimately what it is they're 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 gonna go after this i told you that they were i called it years ago they were gonna go after ballet i called it years ago that they were gonna come after any any of the latin-based languages they're gonna come after the romance languages so yeah and one of the reasons why 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 are they shifting? Why are they now running from the very thing that they created? It's so interesting. Why? Oh, because they're polling horrifically. Nobody wants nobody wants Democrats. Democrats are hemorrhaging his uh, Hispanic and Latino voters. They're hemorrhaging. Especially the younger ones, which is very interesting. I think because they see all this stuff. Cuz they're on social media and they see it. I think maybe some of the older generations necessarily don't, but they see it. I mean, they spend all their time telling you what you can and can't say while, you know, you're paying a frillion dollars a gallon for gas. And as Kane noted with this Washington Examiner piece, now they're the Biden team is going to shift messaging. You think? Mm-hmm. I mean, th- what are the rules anymore? It's this is they change these every it's all about controlling the language. You control the language, you control everything. I mean, this is where Orwell warned everybody of this, warned everybody of this. I'm so glad that our school made uh, 
our kids read Orwell. I'm so happy. I don't know if anybody, if schools still do that anymore. John Hayward had a great thread where he was talking about the primordial beginning of Great Reset authoritarianism was deciding that citizens of advanced nations can't control anything. And he gets into, he talks about the border, but he also hits on uh, language as well. A good deal of political correctness, he says, or woke totalitarianism is about preventing dissenters from organizing. True. And controlling their speech so that they cannot message. And that's why you have like the fight over the pronouns and the fight over this and everything. You, 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 then it prevents you from actually expressing contrary opinions on social media because you're not speaking right. It's newspeak. Golly, this book is literally a prophecy. 1984 is a prophecy. He says it's a, it's an effort to engineer the electorate. And I completely agree. I mean, that's, he says that, that people were pushed into no national identity, no borders means no nation, no nations means no restraints on power, no sense of duty to their citizens. Citizens dissenting is citizens interfering is how it's viewed. And it absolutely is. I mean, it's, he says too, I think this is a great note. Years of snowballing arrogance invariably affects opposition, which is desperate for representation and organization. It's Martha Vineyard, Martha's Vineyard times 100,000 every day in border states, but unlike blue enclave elites, they're not allowed to complain or take action. There are more elite consensuses coming our way where, you, where more issues where democracy must supposedly be subverted. Dissent is silenced. And open borders was a successful run. He adds, never surrender the legitimacy of dissent and never allow the political class to rewrite the rules of debate it is just true and so this controlling the language is is about controlling dissent making it to where you really can't if words have no meaning and everything is just backwards men are women women are men cats and dogs living together mass hysteria and that's true. Caltech Innovation is back to back. You've heard me talk about Caltech's P50 pistol. Now here comes the new 9mm P15 carry pistol. Quality engineered, the 9mm P15 carry pistol is the lightest, thinnest of its kind in Caltech's first striker fire handgun. And as another first, the P15s feature a totally unique patent pending 15 round extended magazine. Now other features include ambidextrous grip, safety, reversible mag release, and the hybrid fiber optic night sight with fully adjustable rear that all comes standard it's from Keltec, inventors of subcompact polymer and now metal handguns the p15's gator grip texture on the polymer version increases stability and makes for easy accurate handling while the all metal version offers comfortable but positive traction and a really beautiful wood grip panel the p15 is the dependable firepower you need to secure your world see the new nine millimeter p15 first up close and personal at keltecweapons.com that's k-e-l-t-e-c weapons Com. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. So this is good news. The casting director for James Bond, remember we had this big conversation last week, said that it's not going to be Gen Z. You're not going to have a Gen Zer play James Bond. Yes. I don't really care about who's going to be playing James Bond unless it's not Idris Elba. And then I'm going to be mad. 
So let's just get to it already. Let's just. But they said, I guess there was some discussion as to whether or not they should have someone in their 20s play James Bond, which seems like a really weird. I just I just don't think that would work. That's not something that's going to work is having that kind of having that young some of a person play James Bond. Not going to happen. Moving on. This is actually amazing. A 17-year-old girl. This comes from KNBC Channel 9 uh, in Kansas City. A 17-year-old girl helped put a tourniquet on an Excelsior Springs police officer after a shooting. Uh, This uh, girl, Ava Donegan, she said, Somehow I blinked my eye and the cop was shot right in front of my car. She's 17 years old. She put a tourniquet on him. He had been shot in the shoulder and wrist. The officer and Donegan, she was in Excelsior Springs to go thrift shopping. And they were stopped at a red light at an intersection. And then they just happened to find themselves in the middle of a crime scene. The driver shot one of the officers uh, in a different car. They were uh, trying to pull him over. He had a a warrant on him for previously assaulting a law enforcement officer. And the driver ended up shooting one of the officers in the shoulder and wrist. The second one returned fire. And uh, he ended up neutralizing the suspect. And Donegan said that... uh, they saw him get shot, and after that, they called police, and she said she got out and put a tourniquet on him and helped stop the bleeding. That's amazing. That's kudos to her for doing that. Uh, also, a couple of other things to get into. The This, um, I, I have avoided the chess controversy headlines because I just don't know how to even talk about this whole story. So there was a guy who apparently cheated in, well, now it's saying that this guy, Hans Niemann, likely cheated over 100 times in online chess matches. Uh, An American chess grandmaster previously admitted to cheating twice in the past. Now an investigation reveals he did it way more than that. Chess.com did a 72-page report. And he's 19 years old and he likely received illegal assistance in more than 100 online games. And there was another guy who apparently, and another woman who apparently used some very ingenious ways of cheating at chess. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, also, this uh, an Iowa parent donned a drag queen outfit to attend a school board meeting. Mm-hmm. It was at the Ankeny School Board meeting in Polk County, Iowa, and the founder of uh, one of the groups wore an outfit similar to wore drag queen wore to an after school performance. And they said, "Does this outfit make you turn your head? Is it appropriate for everyone here to see?" Absurdity highlighted absurdity, and they made a point. Stay with us. More to come. I was really surprised to see this headline. I didn't really, I don't really follow it, but there's apparently a battle going on. Now, bear with me. It's at Vogue magazine. You have Anna Wintour, who is the, really the gatekeeper there. The American editor-in-chief who runs basically fashion. And then you have Edward Innenful, who is challenging this. He's the British Vogue editor-in-chief. And he wants to make Vogue apparently genderless and everything else, which I think is such a disservice to fashion and women and men. Whereas apparently Wintour is against that. The headline is, will the king of woke kill off the queen of fashion? He wants to make Vogue genderless. She wants it to remain the style Bible for women. Interesting. And I read this piece and it was, and this was all about after British Vogue put Timothy Chalamet on the cover of there. And you might think this doesn't matter to me, but I tell you, it does set standards and it does. I never would have thought, I don't, because she's a Democrat. Anna Wintour is a hardcore lefty. 
but she believes in this being the style Bible for women, a place where women can go and look at clothes and look at trends and see what colors are coming up. Women, no matter how hard the times, no matter the situation they're in, this is something they will still always look at. And he wants to make it faceless, genderless, soulless. Very interesting. American Vogue is the pinnacle and British Vogue competes with it. But it's very interesting to see whose aesthetic is going to win here. How much power does she actually have in an era of wokery where even powerful leftist females are being toppled because they won't bend a knee? It is fascinating to watch this. I'll put this link in your email when I send this out. Folks, stop overpaying and let Recoil Gunworks be your go-to for ammo. This is a great Indiana-based company, and it was actually created in a small basement in 2013. Small Midwest town in their basement, and uh, family-owned, they think like us, and they're really known for, over at Recoil Gunworks, their web-based firearms, ammo, and accessories retailer. They're really known for their police trade-in guns in great shape. They pick them, including the firearms, the lights, the sights, the scopes, tasers, and more. You can buy now, pay later, no interest. And at Recoil Gunworks, they have very, very competitive pricing. Super easy to use website as well. Just visit recoilgunworks.com slash Dana. You can search for whatever you need by caliber, weight, application. You can look for brands like Winchester, Federal. Uh, Vast majority of the country, by the way, has no restrictions on receiving ammo. And they will note, you know, they have it all up there very helpfully on their website. Ammo shipped to your door where legal. And they explain that, including Illinois, New Jersey, and Connecticut. You need to see the frequently asked questions on that. And check the product restrictions page for further state law requirements and restrictions. Visit recoilgunworks.com slash Dana today to get you a full list of products. And use code Dana to get free shipping on your next order. Whether you need it in the woods or on the range, Recoil Gunworks gets it there fast and once you make your first order it won't be the last use code dana right now to get free shipping at recoilgunworks.com slash dana it's his life mission to make bad decisions (laughs) it's time for florida man imagine you just got a new drone and you know how some people guys particularly are very excited like drones are the new remote controlled race cars for adults, they really are. Like, you know how you would get your kid a remote-controlled car and it's really for you? Come on, let's be real. So in Florida, a Florida man got himself a brand-new drone. He's a real estate agent. And he obviously likes taking pictures of his properties very creatively. His name's Rob Rosetto, and he's on Instagram. And I've never seen anything like this in my life. And Kane, you, I, I get, you found this. This is crazy. So this, Mr. Rosetto, he had his, he, he's a, again, real estate agent, and he had his new drone, and he was flying his new drone, and the drone went down into, it looks like a big pond. And then, a, I mean, like a movie, an alligator legit came out of the water, chomped it down in one single bite. Now, I knew when I was watching this video, I understand that that gators can like leap or they can kind of like propel themselves out of the water. But I did not think that it could do that, which makes me even more terrified of alligators in the water. 
and just in a single bite. And uh, in fact, uh, Wild Florida, they said that alligators can leap as high as six feet. And that's when they want to bring down apparently like bigger prey, including the drones owned by real estate agents. So he had lost his brand new drone. And I love it. He goes, quote, well, there goes my drone. Damn, ga- damn alligator. I actually, actually just ate it. So came out and in a single bite. So now he's going to have to get a new drone. It is this actually one of the funniest things. It's just but I'm telling you, every body of water has a gator in it. I've never seen anything like it. So a Florida man was arrested after allegedly burying two stolen race cars with an excavator from the drive. (sighs) Street stock racer Jeff Stallmaker had locked up his two race cars in a trailer during Hurricane Ian. He wanted to keep them safe from the storm. And the hurricane ended up sparing his hometown, but he ended up suffering damages anyway because a thief backed up his truck to Stallnaker's goose, gooseneck trailer, hitched it up, drove it away, reports the drive, totally unaware of what was in it. And apparently the thief was disappointed with his race cars that he got, so he buried them in an abandoned sand pit. And Stallnaker was able to find them, but nothing was salvageable. I, but he used an excavator he went to his employer's job site, the guy who stole it, borrowed an excavator, or stole, you could say, yeah. dug a big hole, and buried the cars. I mean, I'm looking at the pictures of them, the, and Stallnigger says that it looks like the total loss is about $200,000. I can't even tell what they are. Yeah. I can't even tell, and he buried them sideways. I can't even tell what kind of cars they are, because they were just, I mean, he just, they're destroyed. So, I've never... I just, I can't, well, and the guys received a lot of support from, by the way, racing community, including rivals that are offering parts and cars and all that stuff. Yeah, that's expensive. I don't think people understand how expensive this stuff is. Just in the parts, the tools, and whatever this guy lost, it's over 200 grand. Yeah. I mean, the frame, you can see it on this one, the frame is just bent. That's, that's nuts. What? How? That, that, that's a lot of time and effort to bury the cars. That's just you know, it takes all kinds, I guess. I don't, I don't know what, I don't know. I don't know. And uh, let's see. A uh, Florida man finds hot springs closed by hurricane, so strips to his underwear and uh, ends up soaking in a stream in uh, Tiami Trail, Florida. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This week on the Federalist Radio Hour, like there was this premise, and it was, I think, in, in some ways correct, especially during the second wave of the feminist movement, that there needed to be correctives. But that was predicated on this idea that there were essential sort of sex differences. And, and now we're actually even... I'm Emily Jashinsky of The Federalist. Subscribe to The Federalist on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.